Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna. Today is the day that we are recording the Reflector episode, and we are so excited to do this because this is the last energy type um, that we're recording of this, uh, all of the energy type episodes. So Reflectors, thank you for being patient, and we feel like we're recording this in divine timing because it just feels right. Like We feel like now is the time to really share um, this information for you guys and the time for you guys all to receive it. And we were able to ask some of you guys questions on Instagram that we'll be able to answer at the end of the episode. So we are super mm-hmm. excited and, um, for all of those reflectors out there, our one percenters, uh, we love you and thanks for being patient. And then for everyone else who's listening, there is so much wisdom for all of us to learn from the way that reflectors are and live. And so even if you're listening to this and you're not a reflector, or maybe you don't even have any close friends that are reflectors, we really encourage you to still listen because there's so much wisdom in the way that they live their lives that we are all here to learn from and be able to Mm -hmm. integrate into our lives. Yes. And reflectors are so important in our society as a whole. And um, it's, it's confusing to be a reflector. And so that's why we really wanted to do this episode and we wanted to do it justice and like take our time getting you the right information because um, we want this information to be supportive for you and really help you to embody um, the wisdom that there is when you have the awareness that you are a reflector and how you can kind of use this knowledge throughout your life and um, in your social circles and in your work environment, all the things. Um, so we're really, really excited. Thanks for waiting. We didn't want to do you guys last. We wanted to do you guys <laughs> or do, we wanted to do you guys um, before everything. Cause we were like, reflectors always get left out, but for some reason, the universe and divine timing, honestly, lined it up to be right now. So Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, maybe it's because the majority of the reflectors listening are ready to receive this information now. And, um, this is the timing that it needed to be. So, um, yeah, we're really, really excited and we love, love, love reflectors. And my sister is actually a reflector. So, um, this one is, and you have so many reflector friends, so Mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, it's really, really important information. Mm -hmm. And before we even get started, I just kind of want to say that I think it's really interesting as a reflector, human design is, it's different for you than it is for all the other types. Just like how being a reflector is different than being all the other types. It's like you don't have these moment to moment strategies that are consistent for you the same way that other types do. Like it's so much about living by your own set of rules and following your own drummer. So, um, 
we'll get into the the nitty gritty of um, how the mechanics work of being a reflector and what the strategy is and what the authority is. But also just know that each reflector is completely unique and is unique based upon the environment that they're around and the other individuals that they're around. So each reflector really is their own complete flowing individual being so much more than any of the other types. Um, so going into kind of the history of what a reflector is, as you guys know, only 1% about of the population of humans are reflectors. And reflector is actually the oldest energy type of all of the energy types because it comes from a time where most humans were reflectors and they had all of their centers open, completely empathetic, taking in the world around them. Um, and in this time, our human ancestors lived in complete harmony and flow with nature. And they lived in these tribal communities where they were connected to each other and they really truly functioned as one collective group instead of as multi-individuals who are kind of on their own trip having their own definition. So um, back in that time when so many people, some of our ancestors were reflectors like this, then we kind of had this shift in our evolution as a human race, where we evolved to start having more mental activity and to have this mental um, ability to be able to understand things and create these concepts and create strategies. And unfortunately, that mental energy kind of took over and created this aggressive individualism where a lot of us lost our way as a collective society of what it feels like to be connected to the whole, to be connected to nature, because instead we had this overemphasis on the mind and feeling separate and being strategic. And that strategic energy was part of our necessary evolution to get to where we are now. Um, but now we're going into this new paradigm shift as we talk about a lot in 2027 is the official shift where we're really going back in, away from this over mental masculine way of being. And once again, into this much more divine feminine flow, empathy, connection to nature, connection to each other, and connection to the wisdom that's in our body instead of the um, mental strategies that are in our mind. So as we go into this evolution, all of us together, reflectors are coming back into the center as the way showers and the keepers of this way of being open, fluid, connected to the all, and allowing themselves to change and flow with life and with the other people around them. So it really mm -hmm. is an exciting time to be a reflector and to be all of us humans and to be able to learn from reflectors. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because we're redefining what powerful means, right? Mm -hmm. What power is. And so, um, you know, traditionally, power is normally defined in what our society is now of being, you know, very mentally um, charged and very, um, you know, masculine me over you. And these are my gifts and these are my strengths and they dominate yours or a lack mentality of, you know, I have to have it all. And if you have some of it, then I'm going to be losing out. And um, reflectors growing up in that sort of society, it can feel, um, overwhelming because you have this innate wisdom within you that can be um, 
stifled out because of that kind of stampede of that super masculine energy of how power should look when really there's so much um, power in the openness of your chart and in the sensitivity of your body and your connection to other people. And really the power and wisdom lies in that you can connect with so many different people in such an open and fluid way. And that's why it's um, why we're saying that reflectors are coming back into the center because with this shift in the paradigm of saying, okay, pow- it's actually more powerful to be able to relate to people and tell them what their gifts are and understand them on a deeper level and reflect back to them what they need to do. It's actually more powerful to be the person that um, can flow and change in all of these different environments and to teach people the wisdom of all of these different traits and gifts that they might have. So Mm -hmm. um, I really see reflectors as um, individuals who are here to naturally in the most um, beautiful way possible step into their own power and then help us as a society redefine what power is and Mm. what that looks like in a healthy, inclusive, um, all supportive way. Mm, Yes. Yes. That sounds so good. Yeah. And like in this past era that we've been in, it's been all about the individual, right? Me, me as an individual, what do I want? What are my strengths? What is my definition? And now we're kind of going into this other way of connecting back to the fact that we are not just an individual. We are this one whole, this one collective, this Mm -hmm. one light and this one consciousness. And um, it is very important still to know your definition, but reflectors are showing us how important it is to understand your openness and Mm -hmm. to understand what it is like to be not just an individual, but someone who is connected to the whole and connected Mm -hmm. to everything. Um, So I think it's a really exciting time. And I'm, I'm curious if actually more and more reflectors are going to be born back into the world now that we're in this paradigm shift. Um, yeah, my whole life, I'm just thinking about like my whole life. I'm like, how can we hire scientists to do a poll to redefine these numbers and see like what the actual percentage (laughs) is of each person? Because these numbers are coming, you know, I think they're kind of like a guesstimate reflectors are 1% projectors are 17 to 20%, but I'm like, what are the actual numbers? I want to know. I, know. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever know, but <laughs> it is fascinating because we know that it's obviously rare. Um, some people don't have never even met a reflector. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, whoa. Um, and the, I think the biggest um, homework, I guess, for a reflector and gift to the world around them um, is to allow yourself to decondition to be authentic, to have awareness, and to um, really just be accepting of your abilities and of your openness. Because Mm -hmm. the more that you can do that, the more that you can really impact the world around you, the more that you can step forward as a leader, the more that you can change your um, all the people in your life that surround you. Um, And so it really is like, it's time. It's time for mm-hmm. reflectors to not be left out. It's time yeah. for reflectors to 
not be on the sidelines, um, to not be stampeded over um, or pushed and pulled in other directions. It's really mm-hmm. time for them to say, okay, no, I am sensitive. I mm-hmm. am open. I am aware. I am wise. And because of all of that, I am powerful and I can change the world when I mm-hmm. step into my, um, I want to call it my powerless powerfulness. Like that mm-hmm. sounds so weird. Yeah. But it, it's like there, there has to be a balance to everything. I know we talk about that so much on the podcast, but it is like reflectors to me in their, in their, um, aligned, empowered, empowered surrender empowered surrender or their powerless powerfulness like they're not Mm -hmm. here to be like i'm powerful and you do what i tell you and you know Mm -hmm. whatever that's what power looks like i'm the king and you guys are my servants like it's supposed to be it's it's this um it's this powerfulness but also the other like yang side of it is this complete surrender and acceptance and beauty and space for all right mm-hmm. it's, it's p- that powerless powerfulness i don't know mm-hmm. so i'm really like just i'm ready and i think the world is ready i think reflectors like if you're listening to this like this is your call to tune mm-hmm. in to your sensitivities and to your openness and allow yourself to step into that flow mm-hmm. of everything all things mm-hmm. so let's get into a little bit of the mechanics of what a reflector is just to touch on those things in case you don't know, or in case you're just now coming to human design, or maybe this is where you're starting on our podcast. Um, reflectors have all nine of their centers white, um, and they can have gates and channels. I mean, not channels. They can have gates defined, meaning that there's like little lines coming off of their centers, but they don't connect all the way through to another center to create definition. So, um, they have a completely open chart or white chart. And that is what makes them so unique because all of the other types have at least one or two centers defined. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, if you're listening to this right now and you don't actually know what your type is, we really encourage you to stop where you are to go online to mybodygraph.com and enter in your birthday and specific birth time information. Um, or you can go to our website, daylunalife.com, and you can order your human design chart with a reading, either as an ebook or as a printed book that we mail to you, or it can come in a Dayluna box that comes with all of these beautiful high vibe meditations meditation tools, but any way that you get your chart, make sure that when you listen right now, you know what your design is, because if you're listening to this and you didn't know, and then you find out you're a reflector, like it blows my mind. How many people listen? My friends tell me like, Oh, I listen to your show all the time, but I don't know my design. I'm like, what? You have to, <laughs> you have to know your design to listen to the show. So anyways, make sure you Isn't have your really chart. boring for you? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what I'm thinking. Anyways, yeah. make sure you have your chart so that you're looking at it. And even if you're a reflector, make sure you have your chart so that you can see the things that we're talking about in your chart. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what makes, what makes reflectors so special is that they have all of these nine chakra centers open, like Shana was saying, and none of them colored, none of them defined. So instead of having a fixed definition, this fixed quality that you portray and give out to the world, instead you have these activated gates. So you have these gifts and these qualities and these traits that are inherent to you and that are special to you and that you're here to use, but your centers are not giving out this, um, 
specific feeling or the specific specific vibration all the time that's in your aura. So all of the other types, what we're really talking about when we talk about your energy type is we're talking about your aura. When you're around other people, they feel your presence, they feel your aura, and that aura kind of communicates something with people on this subconscious level that is felt. So when you're a reflector, you feel really differently than all of the other types because of this openness. Um, And you can feel differently at different times because, of course, as a reflector, you're taking in other people, you're taking in the world in those centers, and you're going to be constantly changing um, as you move through life. So as a reflector with all of these open centers, really knowing and understanding your gates is really important because that is something that is part of your definition and it is something that you will be empowered if you have understanding and awareness of and also with your profile so your profile is on your chart it's two numbers so either a one three or two four or a six two um, and that's your your personality both conscious and subconscious. So as a reflector, really understanding your profile and your gates is going to be really helpful to you. And we definitely recommend getting a reading, um, which you can book a reading with us on our website also at daylunalife.com. But all of the other types are solar types and reflectors are the only type that's completely different and they are called lunar beings. So that's why they have such a different role and such a different feeling, um, but it is a very complementary thing. And we all, all of the other types need them to really feel this full picture of humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the reflector's aura is called sampling and resistance. So a lot of times people might tell you that, oh, well, if you have a lot of open centers, so if you're a reflector, that means that you can be really conditioned and that you can, um, you know, be really vulnerable to other people conditioning you. And um, because you're a reflector, you actually have this thing in your aura that protects you from being super, super conditioned by other people because you're able to sample other people's auras and their gifts and their traits and the environment's um, energies. And so it can also allow you to be resistant to things that you're not wanting to take in. And really the the strength comes when you have awareness. So once you have awareness that you are a reflector and that you have all of these open centers and that you are here to be fluid and not label yourself. Um, then you can have like awareness of that resistant gift that you have in your aura to be able to say, okay, I'm not going to take that in and I'm going to allow myself to be more sampling versus letting life push me around into all of these different feelings and places and environments and moods. Mm -hmm. Um, so it really is so empowering for reflectors to get a reading, to find out, okay, what are those, um, gates that I have illuminated and understand what your qualities are. And then the most empowering thing though, is to really be in touch with your body, really be in touch with how you're feeling each day. And just know that you operate differently than probably 99% of the other people around you and to allow Mm -hmm. yourself to honor that and not compare yourself to the same standards that, those other people are operating at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the projectors, I mean, uh, the reflectors aura, their presence when they walk into a room feels really unimposing 
and non-intrusive. Like they feel, you know, how all of their centers are clear. I think that word clear is a really good way to um, describe Mm. reflectors, like kind of in a metaphoric way. They feel very clear. So other people, they have Mm. so much presence. They have so much energy when they walk into a room, you feel them. And a reflector feels really easy to be around in a lot of ways. Either they're reflecting you back or they're being resistant to what you are and you don't really feel them at all. And so my roommate is actually a reflector, which I like freaked out when I found out everyone knows because I feel like I talk about it all the time. But I used to feel for a long time because I've known him for about five years. I used to feel like when I was around him, like, what is it about you? What's different about you? Like, I can't feel you the same way that I feel other people. I can't read Mm -hmm. you the same way that I read other people. You feel like different all the time and you're always like surprising me. And, and then I found out that he was a reflector and that's exactly how he is here to feel and supposed to feel. And I feel like he's a reflector who really lives in alignment and he lets himself really be changed by the people he's around, by the environment he's around. He likes to sample different people's way of being, different people's way of living life and the things that they do. And he's always changing and always flowing. And once I found out that he was a reflector, it was really a cool thing for me because now I'm able to kind of witness him and observe the way that he lives life so that I can more deeply understand what being a reflector is. And, you know, as Shana and I are both projectors, our aura is penetrating and focused. So when we meet people, our aura goes inside of their body so we can really see them and feel them and understand them and get them and feel what their gifts are, feel what their traits are. Um, So it's not that we are reflecting them, right? We're not becoming the traits that they are, but we are seeing them. Whereas a reflector, Mm -hmm. they're their aura is sampling. So it goes inside and takes a little bit and then puts it in their body so that they can try on for size your gifts and your energy. Um, So it is very different. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of confusing, of course, being a reflector since it's like the 1%. And people get it confused a lot, I think, with kind of being a projector. So that's the main difference Mm -hmm. is this total empathy. Like I'm not just seeing you and understanding you. I am becoming you. Yeah, I like to think of reflectors as um, almost like a water mill. Um, if you can picture one of those old fashioned water mills that is <laughs> spinning and has, you know, it, it's filtering the water through it and it's going through its environment and it's just taking in all of the things, all of the people around it. And it's allowing the mill to work, right? To flow and to be going in this motion. And it's taking in the water and it's, it's filtering it back through. And so the environment that you're around, the people that you're around can, can, will make your mill flow. Right. But it, you get to decide, okay, does this make me feel like I'm really like operating well? Does this make me feel like I'm taking in some ucky water and like, I feel like a dirty little water mill. Does this person (laughs) make me feel like I'm just like, in a beautiful stream and like things are just flowing through and um, like through me because that's really like, that's honestly how I picture a reflector all the time is like a watermill that doesn't know it's a watermill. 
<laughs> you know, like literally you are constantly taking in the environment and the people and the things around you. And you're here to be fluid and you're here to be flowing and you're not here to say, oh no, stop the mill. I'm going to hold all this water that I just ran into because it's mine and that felt good. And this is who I am now. So I have to stop it and hold on to this water because then when you do that, you're, you're literally stopping your flow. You're stopping mm-hmm. your function and how you're here to operate in the world because you're wanting to identify with that little bit of water that is flowing through you. Mm-hmm. So to be operating in um, alignment is to really just allow yourself to say, oh, that felt good. And here it's coming through me and now it's going out. And now I'm over here and I'm filtering this through and that feels like this. And I have awareness and I ha- get wisdom from all of the different uh, water that's coming through my mill. <laughs> this is really <laughs> weird. But this is honestly how I think about it. Um, <laughs> that you're you're not stopping yourself. And when you do find yourself stopped and saying like, oh, that's me. That's who I am. Then that's when you get stuck. That's when you're out of alignment. That's when things are just not working out or when you feel disappointed in life because you didn't realize that this little thing that you're trying to hold on to is stopping you from functioning in a mm-hmm. way that's healthy for you. So mm-hmm. um, if you can kind of just think of yourself like that, then you can think of all of the people around you, the environment, your home, your workplace, your coworkers, the food that you're eating, um, the places you're traveling. You can literally think of them as water going into your mill and making you operate. And the more that you can just let them flow through and say, okay, I didn't like that stream. I'm going to go over here and be in this environment or this person kind of made me feel a little stuck and it's not vibing with me. I'm going to go be around these people and see how I feel in that type of environment. Mm -hmm. Um, So just allowing yourself to just keep flowing versus um, putting kind of like stops in that flow. Hmm. Yeah. And besides being really open and empathetic to humans, um, reflectors are also have this special attunement to the cosmos and the energy that is in the neutrino stream and in the transit field. So as we are living on earth, we have a lot of elements going on, right? We have nature with all of the plants and we have the humans that are here and we have the weather and we have the cosmic weather of the sky moving around and the stars and planets shifting and the way that that affects the neutrino stream. So reflectors Mm -hmm. really have all of that stuff conditioning them and moving through their body and informing them. And their job is to allow those things to come into their body and power their mill and then to let it go at the end of the day and let the next new day with new people, new environments, potentially new cosmic energy animate them in a completely different way. So with reflectors Mm -hmm. having this like special attunement to the cosmic environment. They also have a really um, innate understanding that really is in their body about how the energy of the cosmos affects them and the people around them. So that this is like a whole sidetrack rabbit hole of learning about the transit field and, you know, the sun and the earth and the moon. You can look up which gate out, out of the rave mandala those things are Um, illuminated in the sun, moon, and earth at any given time. And so for a reflector, we'll kind of get into this later with the 28-day cycle strategy of um, waiting to make sure they make a decision in that time frame. But the transit field really affects them in a certain way. And it's the only thing Mm -hmm. that really matters for them is 
to have awareness of that, have awareness that's always going to be different and that's always going to be affecting them. Um, because really reflectors are not here in this lifetime to study themselves. They're not here to really mm -hmm. get clear about who they are or how they impact others. Really what they're here to do is understand everything else, understand the entire whole, understand the energy of the planets, of all of nature, of all of people. That's what they're here to do is to become wise about being observant. Um, and mm -hmm. that comes from, you know, the way that their body works and it's very connected to spirituality. Mm -hmm. And this allows them to be able to, you know, measure how other people are aligned or um, how they're being affected by the neutrino stream and the cosmos or how they're being um, conditioned by other people. They can really feel within themselves and reflect out to other people what's working for them or what's not or what's coming from them or what's coming from someone else that they think is coming from them. So um, they're really here to be able to tell people, you know, how they can become their own authority because they are feeling the physical health and the emotional health and the environmental health of their community and their group and their friends around them. And they're here to judge what is working and what's not working. And mm -hmm. the way that that looks in real life is by them reflecting it out. So it's, you know, you're in an environment and you feel sick and you feel like this person is out of alignment and that's how you you start feeling around them that then allows you to say okay this isn't coming from me this is coming from you and this is how i can reflect back to you what is healthy for you and what is not and mm -hmm. in that way that's how you're imparting that wisdom and that truth onto um or for other people Mm -hmm. And if this is sounding familiar, if you're listening and you're not a reflector, if you're one of the other types, if this is sounding familiar, it's because everyone does this in their open centers or their undefined centers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, most people have at least one um, undefined center up to two or three or four, and then reflectors have all of them undefined. So we all have these experiences of taking in our environment, taking in other people, taking in the energy of the neutrino stream and feeling it in our body. And if we're open there, undefined, our job is to not identify with what we were feeling, but to just simply observe it and understand it and experience it and then let it go. So all of us do that in the places that we're undefined in our chart. And a reflector is doing that everywhere because all of their centers are undefined. So that's why we can really all help each other in this way of understanding something that we take in empathetically and then being able to like learn from it and gain wisdom from it and then let it go. Um, and reflectors are just the way shower of it because it's their entire being is living that way. Mm -hmm. um, and so when a reflector walks into a new environment um, or a new job or something, they're able to feel within their body the physical health the emotional health and the spiritual health of that environment. They're able to feel within themselves, like is something in this community or group not working? Is something like, go, you know, is there some form of inauthenticity and unhealthy behavior that's happening here? Because they'll feel it in their own body. So of course, it's extremely important and empowering for reflectors to have that awareness that anything that they're feeling in their body like that when they come into a new environment is coming from that environment and not something that's physically wrong with themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and while they're here to be a meter 
and let their being be a meter of that health and wellness of that community or group. Um, it's really interesting because they are here to kind of judge and have discernment of like, how is this environment doing? What is the health and well-being of it? And while they're here to be that judge, it's interesting because they're not here to be judgmental, but they are here to be discerning and to be mm-hmm. a judge. So it's a very interesting thing. Like they're here to understand and be open and have that discernment, but not with like a judgmental attitude where they're like, oh, this thing is bad because it's unhealthy. Instead, it's this wisdom of like something here is not working because it's out of alignment. And I'm allowed mm-hmm. to feel that and judge that and bring awareness to that and remove myself from it if I want to. Um, but to know that that wasn't a bad experience just because I felt like the unhealth of it, but to instead see that that's always a gift and that that's always a source of their power. Mm -hmm. And this allows reflectors to be really good at being facilitators of a group or um, coming into, you know, a work environment and being able to say, okay, what's not working here. And um, that's because they understand and they accept everyone in that group and that facility or that project. And so then they're able to unbiasedly when they're really in alignment say, okay, let's like facilitate this group and have everyone working in alignment and doing what they love because I can genuinely feel how this will all work well. Um, and, and, and properly, um, because you're filtering it through your, your own mill through yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, so even though they don't have their own definition that stands out of like, this is me, that's actually their power because they, when they operate as their environment and their people through them, that is who they are, Mm -hmm. um, is being that person that's able to be flowing and fluid and, um, filtering all of the things around them and using it towards their benefit or the project's benefit or the people's benefit. And that's how they operate as themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the, that's like easy, easy to say in theory, right? Mm-hmm. But the way that you get there is by not labeling yourself and by mm-hmm. not um, keeping yourself to one thing that you felt or identifying with one thing that you experienced as this is me, this is who I am. And allowing yourself to let go of the thing that, you know, society tells us of, you have to know who you are. You have to know what you're good at. You have to do something and stick with it and always be that. Um, And so, yeah, the theory of like, you are all things like, cool, cool, cool. But how do you actually do it. And the way that you actually do is by saying, okay, am I identifying with this thing? Let me let it go so I can Mm -hmm. keep flowing. So I can keep, um, operating in alignment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're all so conditioned in our society to be like, you have to know who you are and you have to know what things are good at and you have to know what things are right for your path. Right. We're all taught that. And a lot of us have definition that we can say, okay, these certain things I can identify with that. These are consistent within me. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. But for a reflector, really the only thing that's like appropriate for you to identify with and say, this is who I am is that you are an eternal soul being having a human experience. Really? Like that's the only thing Mm -hmm. that you can consistently identify with that you are this infinite being of light that is here having a human experience and that you're a reflector. So you're here to understand and to be 
all of human experience, depending on who you're Mm -hmm. around, depending on the neutrino stream. So being a reflector, you have this openness, like you've literally been every person that you've ever met. You've experienced what it feels like to be them. So in the highest expression of that, you have no judgment towards anyone because you're like, that quality that I'm seeing in you, I've been that. I am that when I'm with you. This quality that I'm seeing in this girl, I am that. I've been that when I'm with her. So in that way, you're able to understand people empathetically and literally be them without having this judgment or this clashing like you're different than me because I literally am you when I'm with you. Mm -hmm. So that's why they really do make this like amazing group leader. And my roommate, that's a reflector, like every single person he's ever met, he's like, I love them. They're amazing. And for me, sometimes when I meet people, like I have so much definition in my chart for being a projector. Sometimes I meet people and I feel my qualities clash with their qualities. And I say to myself, you know, like, that's okay. Like not everyone's perfect for everyone. I accept that they're different than me. And for my roommate, that's this reflector. Like he's never felt that he feels like every single person he can relate to and he can understand Mm -hmm. and he can maybe see where they're doing things that are inauthentic or unhealthy for themselves, but he doesn't have that judgment, like pushing him away from them. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's the highest vibration of judgment, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's a low vibration of judgment, like what you talked about Mm -hmm. of like, I'm separate than you. And then there's a high vibration of judgment of like discernment of I been you Mm -hmm. and I understand. And so I'm judging in the terms of, I can see what's not working for you and what is, um, or what doesn't feel good for you and what does feel good for you. Mm -hmm. And I can either share that or, or not. And, and so it's, it's really coming from a place of like love and empathy and compassion and connection Mm -hmm. versus Mm -hmm. like separateness and, um, you're, you're wrong and I'm right. Right. Um, Yeah. So the more that reflectors can focus on living a carefree, joy-filled life and allowing themselves to just be full of wonder and awe of, wow, that was interesting. That was interesting. That was cool. That wasn't cool, but it's interesting that it wasn't cool. Like allowing them (laughs) to just be carefree. Like your mantra can literally just be like, who am I today? I'm like carefree. I am Mm -hmm. just you know, I'm just doing it. I'm allowing Mm -hmm. myself to be open and sensitive and I'm not pulling away to be alone or to isolate myself because it's too scary to be that empathetic or that connected, Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to just say, okay, I'm carefree. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, like that, those are, that is your mantra, like carefree, Mm -hmm. carefree, carefree. Mm -hmm. The more that you can literally, literally allow yourself to genuinely wake up and be carefree, and when you do feel like, oh, that was really hard and that that felt really weird in my body, just have awareness and say, okay, I'm flowing through that. I'm not holding on to it. And I'm going to just go be in a different environment or around mm-hmm. other people. And I'll feel different when I'm there. Mm-hmm. The yeah, only time that you won't feel different when you're there is if you're holding on to it still from a past mm-hmm. experience and saying, this is me. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're stuck. You're not that flowing, that flowing mill. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need to make like a t-shirt that has like a watermill on it. It's like reflector. I want it to be like a really high vibe one. Like I picture it like, <laughs> like made out of like crystal, like crystal quartz and like it's Ooh, blowing through. Geometry. Like, 
Yeah. And it's like <laughs> flowing through like beautiful, clear, sparkly water, like flowing okay. through it. That's what I, I like picture. It. Not like a, a dusty old little wooden, you know. <laughs> no. Actually, actually, I really, really like that analogy because when you hear that a reflector is a non-energy being, it's this misconception that they're going to be like always chill and have no energy and that they can't be successful and they can't be energetic and do a bunch of shit. Not true. Really? They are like that mill. When they're that mill, they're creating energy. They have this this water coming in from other people, from their environment, and it can power them the fuck up. And they can be like crushing it, doing all of this stuff, making all this energy, like really being able to use all of the energy from the manifestors they're around, from the mangens they're around, from the projectors they're around. They're able to utilize all of that and be mm-hmm. all of it and accomplish so much on the physical plane and on the spiritual plane. So I really do, I like that analogy because it kind of shows you how you can be so energetic, even though you're a non-energy mm-hmm. being naturally. Yeah. So many people think that, oh, you're a reflector. Like you need to like take a chill pill and like relax and, and not do anything. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to have very much energy and that is not true. And that's why reflectors are so different, right? Because mm-hmm. you can be a reflector and the environment that makes you feel good and most like yourself and healthy is when you are just, you know, playing through life and relaxing in your home and like playing with your kids and going and, you know, to Disneyland and all these parks and traveling the world. Like you can be like that, or you can be literally like the CEO of a giant company that surrounded themselves with all of these people that work for them, that light them up and give them energy and help them focus and are all good at their individual jobs. So they're the person that's holding it all together and Mm -hmm. they feel like super flowing and like in charge and they're fucking taking over the world. Like you can literally be like such huge range of of the spectrum because you can literally filter through anything on the spectrum within yourself so Mm -hmm. um don't put yourself in a box like that's that's the other box right like Mm -hmm. this whole thing that we're saying is like don't identify with anything don't identify with with not having energy or Mm -hmm. with you know not being able to accomplish things or be successful because you're a reflector like no that's bullshit that's just like misinformation Mm -hmm. and you can literally do anything you want because you can be anything you want just by being around those people in that environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about if you are living in alignment as a reflector, like Shana said, being totally carefree, letting life live through you, your theme when you're in alignment as a reflector, they say is surprise. So what that means is that each and every single new day, you have no expectations. You're just there. You're just living and life comes to you and lives through you and you weren't expecting it or needing it to be anything. You're just being there, being carefree and being in awe of what's next. And when life comes to you, you're totally present and you're totally accepting and you're allowing yourself to take that thing in, whatever it is, and to be it and to really, truly experience it. And so if you're living in this way and complete surrender and complete openness, really letting life in and letting yourself become life around you, then you are in this theme of surprise. Like life is just this amazing journey that takes you all of these crazy places and you don't have to do any of it. You don't have to think of what you're going to do next. You don't have to figure it out. You have to be open. You have to be fluid. 
You have to be surrendering. You have to be letting go of what you've experienced at the end of the day. And then you live in this like really amazing childlike state of wonder where you're experiencing life every single day with this surprise. And, um, it's really, really powerful to see a reflector who is living that way. Um, they're mm. like, they're like this human that just reminds you of that energy that we can all tap into of just really like trusting life and being in for the adventure and seeing like all of the amazing, wonderful, interesting variety of things that can come your way. Mm-hmm. And if you um, are not living in alignment as a reflector and you are identifying with the things that you experience as your own personal traits and qualities instead of just an experience that you empathetically were feeling, um, when you're not in alignment, your not-self-theme will display itself within you. And for a reflector, that not-self-theme is disappointment. And so that really comes from having expectations about what you think you should experience or what you think you are or trying to contrive what your plan is or who you are trying to hold on to things. You have these expectations in yourself of what's next. And when they don't happen that way and you just get this energy stuck in you, you feel that disappointment. And also with being negatively judgmental to people. So when you meet people, you know, you're supposed to take them in and you can have discernment about, like we were saying, if they're healthy or if they're in alignment or not. But when you have a judgment, like they weren't in alignment. And so that's a bad thing. And like, I don't like them anymore or whatever. That judgment is also going to put you in this not self theme of feeling disappointment. Like you'll feel disappointed Mm -hmm. that people aren't living authentically and completely in alignment. Um, And so if you feel this disappointment as a reflector, you know, we all feel our not self theme all the time. Even when we are in alignment, we'll, you know, kind of slip out of alignment just a little bit and we'll feel a little bit of our not self theme. And that is totally okay. That is actually a gift. It's a signpost for you. If you're a reflector, you feel that disappointment to say, oh, that's my not self theme. Where in my life am I either rushing myself to make decisions and not waiting a 28 day cycle or where in my life am I being judgmental towards people instead of being accepting and discerning or where in my life am I having expectations and trying to identify with things instead of just being open and surrendering and free flowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with these expectations, um, with having no expectations and really accepting everything, um, reflectors naturally will be in that in that self theme of surprise. And that's actually when they will be the most included. So here's a kind of human designy vocabulary term that I want to talk mm-hmm. about is included. Um, like, what does that mean? And I think that some people get confused about reflectors being included to share their reflections or included to share their wisdom. And they think that that's the same as being invited. And it's really not the same. Um, what being included means is that you as a reflector are in a community, right? That people love you and they see you and they accept you for who you are and you are a part of it. And if you're a part of that community with people who love you and see you, then you're included. 
you're included mm-hmm. to share your wisdom. However, if you're in a group of people where you feel like they don't see you, they don't understand that you're fluid and changing all the time, they're trying to put pressure on you to identify with something and be something consistent, then I would say you're not really included in that group. And that's when a reflector will feel invisible. Like they'll feel like no one around them really gets them and understands them and is giving them the amount of acceptance and um, that they need to really thrive Mm -hmm. and live as themselves. So if you're Mm -hmm. in a group of people that you feel like they're pressuring you and um, trying to make you define yourself, then you're going to feel your not self theme of disappointment in those people and maybe in yourself and maybe in the quality of your life. And when you start making the choice to be fully accepting and to really take control of changing your environment and changing the people you're around, if you feel like they're not people who are accepting you and including you and wanting your wisdom, um, when you take it upon yourself and start living in your alignment and letting yourself be in that theme of surprise, that self theme of surprise, that's actually when you get what you wanted all along, which is to be included. So in all things Mm. in human design, it's like you get what you want by just living in alignment, by just doing what's natural, by stop trying and just living by who you really truly are. And then you end up getting included in the end. And so for a reflector, that's the most amazing feeling in the world is to be around people who totally see you and understand that your wisdom is this thing that's ever changing and ever flowing and um, that they don't expect you to be this one thing at any given time. Mm-hmm. And it's the, really the difference between included and invited is an included is really an energetic thing. It's something that you will feel if you feel accepted and um, like you can just voice whatever that you feel um, loved and just that that like embraced right within the group that you're around. It's really an energetic thing that you will feel in your body. Like, am I accepted here? And Whereas for a projector, it really is being invited. Like, I see you. I see that this is something that you can help me with. And now I'm literally saying, like, can you help me? Mm -hmm. Um, And it gets very specific on, like, the things. You can be in a group that you are invited to be in and you say you're a financial advisor and then you just start spewing some financial advice at someone and it will be really repelling. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, they need to, like, energetically start talking, like either start talking to you about finances and then like you feel that there's space for you to share. Um, or they literally say, I need your financial advice. So it's, um, it's really specific for projectors being invited. Whereas reflectors, you can share your wisdom. If you feel energetically, like you are a part of that group and you are a part of that family Mm -hmm. or, um, that job or community. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really important for it's a source of power, empowerment for a reflector to be accepting of everything. And that means when you feel like you're not currently included in a community, um, in a group of friends and a family, 
it's important for you to be accepting of that and to not let yourself be disappointed in that because that disappointment is putting you further into your not self theme by like really wanting to feel disappointed. Instead, if you can feel like, okay, where I am right now, I don't feel included today. And that's how I feel today. And it's not always going to be like that. And that's not something that I can identify with, you know, but like, as I let life move me and change me and shape me, eventually I'm going to be included because I'll be living in alignment. And so like really being like not judging your own process. Like if you're a reflector and you feel like right now you're not in a community that really includes you and loves you and sees you and gets you and wants your wisdom. Um, it's really important to have acceptance of that. Um, because acceptance, non-judgment, just totally like, okay, whatever is right now is, and I trust that life will bring me everything that I need to be thriving and to be loved and to be happy. Um, That's really where things open up for you as a reflector. It's so much, so, so, so much more about surrender and trust and knowing that life will lead you. Um, And that's really kind of true for everyone in a lot of ways. Like life is leading us and the universe is guiding us. And it's so much more about us like getting out of our own way and like letting the flow of life carry us. And for Mm -hmm. a reflector, it's everything. Like that is the way that you live is literally like being in a river floating on your back and letting the stream carry you. Um, And anytime you try to swim upstream, you're just going against the flow of life and you're making it harder for yourself, even though you might think that you're like trying to make your life better. Um, It's really so much more about accepting exactly where you are and trusting that life will bring you to where you want to be. And that really leads into their strategy and authority of waiting a lunar cycle, um, waiting the 28 days because you are surrendering to the flow of life for a month before you make a decision or before you um, change your whole life or um, take a new job, whatever it is. And giving yourself that time to flow down that river, flow through all of those things that you're going to feel and do and talk about and um, experience in that month to then really get clarity within your body of whether that thing is right or not for you. So -hmm. let's just break down a little bit about that strategy because it can be confusing. And a lot of times reflectors are like, Oh fuck, like I have to wait a whole (laughs) month. Like that sucks. And really it's a gift and it goes against society Um, and what literally everything in the whole world will tell you is acceptable, Mm -hmm. but it is the biggest thing that you can do to honor yourself as a reflector and being Mm -hmm. in alignment is allowing Mm -hmm. yourself to say, okay, here's a new job I'm thinking about taking. Let me literally mark the calendar. I'm going to check back in, in a month and see if I still feel like I want to take this job and allowing yourself to feel all the things in those 28 days, because in that time you're the moon is going to be, um, lighting up different gates within your chart. So, uh, within your body graph. So you are going to be going through all of the different authorities, potentially, and all of the different feelings and allowing yourself to really be fluid and say, not say, Oh, but yesterday I felt like, yes, this job was amazing for me, but today I'm feeling like maybe it's not and not holding on to one 
decision throughout that whole month, that's not really allowing yourself to be fluid and flowing. That's kind of stopping you in your process. And you might need to wait another month after that then. Mm -hmm. Um, But just allowing yourself to really just flow through all the things that you're feeling for a month. And then at the end say, okay, I'm taking into account how I felt for the last month about this. I had my highs, I had my lows, I had my sounding board of people that I bounced this off of. Um, I, I just talked it out to the universe, I meditated on it. And after all is said and done, do I feel expansive or contracted? And do I feel clear in my body? Does it? Mm-hmm. Do I have just like this clarity that's kind of like the dust has settled and this is what it's time to do? Hmm. Yeah. And so for a reflector, both their strategy and their authority is this wait for a lunar cycle, wait for a 28 day lunar cycle. So the way that they live their entire life is by giving themselves this time to flow with the greater forces and to be changed by the greater forces. That is their strategy. That's the way that they live their entire life is giving themselves this time and space to really just be carried by life and to be changed by life. And it's their authority. So when they're making decisions, like Shana was saying, um, then they give themselves this 28 day cycle to do all the things, feel all the things, really sort through it internally um, and all the ways that Shana was saying until you have this inner knowing, this just clarity, this truth that is really, really obvious to you. So for a reflector, it's really important for you to get familiar with what it feels like to trust yourself and to go in and to feel that truth resonating in your body, that body wisdom that we talked about in our episode with Casey Berglund. Um, it's, it's really like feeling in your cells, that trust and that, that consciousness that's created, that's connected to all things exists in your body. So as a reflector, you're giving yourself all of this time and If it comes before that, you feel like you know your truth, you feel like you have that expansive feeling, you're like, this is what I need to do, Um, then you can make that decision then, or you can wait until that 28-day period is over and see if it's still there. That's the best thing to do. And at the end of that 28-day cycle, if you're making this big decision, like moving to a new place or getting a new job, and you feel like you just still are not clear and you don't really know your truth yet then it's best for you to give yourself more time. And, you know, um, it's really important to not let yourself be conditioned or swayed by other people around you and what they want you to decide. Because other people, of course, are able to make their decisions with their authority much quicker than you are. And so it can feel really tempting to be like, I just want to give in and do what they think I should do because like, it's too much patience for me to wait for my unique way of doing this. Um, but it is so, so, so important for you to really like divorce yourself from relying on other people to make decisions for you and to really like lean into the fact that you are a reflector. You live in a completely different way than other people do. And that you must, in order to be in alignment, in order to live your best life, in order to like have the life of your dreams, you must allow yourself this time and to do this process. Um, 
really on your own. And even though that might look like you talking it out to your friends and family, you are using them as a sounding board and you're not actually asking them for their advice or opinions. So you're talking it out and letting your voice kind of bounce from them back to you. And it's important for you to have friends that you trust and that you know you can come to and talk through decisions throughout these 28 days where you're in all of these different um, transits in your body. But it's important for you to know that like, you don't need anyone else's opinion and that there's nothing wrong with you, that it takes you this much time. This is like divine and your soul chose this way of living for a reason. And it's so important to really like trust it and to develop the trust within yourself and within that process. Mm -hmm. It's like thinking of it as a gift to yourself. Like mm -hmm. I'm gifting myself this time to make this decision. And mm -hmm. obviously it doesn't apply to like small decisions. Like we say with everything, when we talk about authority, um, it's the things that matter to you. So um, it doesn't matter how big or small it is in someone else's eyes. It just matters how important it is to you. And then saying, okay, I'm giving myself the time to just feel all the, all the things and mm -hmm. to just um, be a neutral observer of those mm -hmm. things in mm -hmm. my life and to just let go and surrender that and just know that, you know, life is going to live through me and it, I'm going to get clear. I'm going to, um, have this inner knowing at the end of all of this, if I surrender and let go. So, and there can be a temptation to isolate yourself in that waiting period because you feel like, you know, other people don't have to wait this long and I'm just giving myself time to see how I feel. But really that isolation is you again, identifying that you need to be alone or that because you did feel like you wanted to be alone one day, that's then you carrying that through you for the whole month. And that's not allowing you to get to clarity because you need that flowing change throughout the month. Um, so when you do feel like you want to be alone, it's really important for you to talk, to kind of resist that urge and to say, okay, I'm not afraid of um, being sensitive or being um, open and being flowing. I'm going to talk to the people around me that I love and say, mm -hmm. I don't feel included or say, I don't feel, I, I feel, you know, alone or like other people don't understand me. And the more that you can share that, um, the more you can help heal them, the more that you can help heal the world around you and the more clear you can get because you're allowing yourself to be fluid and flowing. You can kind of clear that stuck blockage by you trying to isolate yourself. You can clear it by talking to other people and then, then allow yourself to get back in flow through that month to talk to people, to feel the highs and lows, to be in a different environments, to meditate, all the things that we just talked mm -hmm. about. Yeah. Also sharing your experience in this way, I think is really powerful because, um, so many people, when they first hear this, that you have to wait a 28 day period to make a decision, they're like, there's no way that I can do that. Right. Like that's just not possible in this time, um, with the way that our society works. And that is not true. If you believe that, that there's no way you can do that, then that's your truth and there's no way you can do it. But if you believe that you can and that it's important for you to honor yourself and to live this way and you share it with people with no shame, with full openness, like this is my process. I own it and I know that it's like it's what I have to do to live my life. The more you share it with people in that way, the more other people can accept it and can wrap their head around it and can understand that um, you must 
make decisions in this way. And so the more that you own it and share it with other people, the more real it becomes for other people to accept and give you the time and space that you deserve and need in order to make decisions in this way. Um, so I also wanted to talk about some of the fears and challenges that you can experience being the energy type of a reflector. And of course, a big one is wondering or worrying if you'll be included or invisible that day. And um, like we were saying before, it's really important if you feel this fear as a reflector to have acceptance and no expectations and be like, you know what, if I'm included or if I am invisible today, Either one of those okay, is okay because it's just for today. I'm not identifying with it and saying I'm always invisible. I'm really accepting what is. And that's the quickest way through that acceptance to be included and for life to carry you mm-hmm. to a community of people that include you. Mm-hmm. Another uh, fear or question that they have um, is that they feel like they have to know who they are and that, you know, need to know who you are is really ingrained into us in society. And even if you have an open G center, this, this can be a big fear that you have of like, I have to know who I am. Um, and just to know that, um, that, that fear of not being seen or not seeing yourself is okay. And you can just, you know, give it love and let it pass and just know that you are here to be all of the things. And that is who you are. And to not to, when you do find yourself really identifying with something to say, okay, is this holding me back and allow yourself to have that mantra of carefree, carefree, carefree. I'm surrendering this Mm -hmm. thing that I'm holding. So that way I can like, let it go and rise even higher. Like Mm -hmm. release this weight, because even if it's something good, when you're holding onto it, it is a weight for you Mm -hmm. as, so as a reflector. So that, that need to know who I am all the time, um, is a weight. And so Mm -hmm. if you can just let yourself, let that go, you'll be able to transcend it and rise higher and affect more people and uh, change your life and experience Mm -hmm. surprise and play and um, joy in life. Mm -hmm. And if you feel that fear coming up and you want to ask yourself, like, who am I? Instead say, who am I today? And let yourself be observant of what you're experiencing today and know that you are an amazing person that is, you know, experiencing these amazing things, but that it's fluid and changeable. And so instead of being so fixed on who am I for my entire life, you can just, um, with your awareness, shift it to who am I today? And in that way you can, um, really build on your wisdom without feeling like you have to define yourself in that singular way. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that can be a big challenge for reflectors is that they are taking in other people. So when they take in the pain or anxiety or emotions or confusion or stress from other people, um, it's easy to be afraid of those things and to feel like those are negative things to take in and that they don't want to take in people's anxiety and emotions um, and all of that stuff. But 
the most important medicine for them is to really remain neutral about experiencing life and experiencing the variety in life. So of course they have this um, resistant sampling aura. So they can um, block themselves from experiencing things that they don't think are healthy. And they have the power always to remove themselves from an environment of people that they feel is unhealthy for them. But it's not a good thing to always, always avoid taking in anything that could be perceived as negative because those painful emotions or those anxieties or confusion, they learn so much wisdom from taking those things in and understanding them for other people. And um, we never want to spiritually bypass the, the wisdom that we are here to learn in this lifetime. So for a reflector, if you can really say like, that it's a neutral thing, like no thing is good or bad. It's just interesting. It's just different. And, you know, experiencing and taking in the pain from other people or the emotions from other people is beautiful and it gives you wisdom and it's safe to do that. It's safe to experience other people's emotions as long as you have the awareness that at the end of the day that you can let go of them because they were not your emotions. They were just emotions that you were experiencing from another person. So um, another thing we want to talk about is for reflectors, place is everything. So a huge source of their empowerment comes from the place that they're in, the environment, the city, the area, the job, the people um, that are there in that environment make up the energy that they're going to be sampling and reflecting every single day. So um, when they're like thinking of their life path for a reflector and like what's going to come next for them. Um, It's really not so much about deciding in their mind um, what they're going to do, but instead to let life and to let people, especially people who have a defined G center to kind of include them into these new environments and those environments, like being invited into these different places, that is what's going to, inform their life path and shape their life path. So for a reflector, all of their decisions where they're really using this authority of waiting for the 28-day lunar cycle, it's going to come from life or a person kind of inviting them into this new environment that they can then reflect and be a part of. And reflecting and being a part of that environment is their life purpose. It is the way that they find their path and find their flow and find that community that they're included in to share their amazing wisdom with and reflections with. So um, when they're, when a reflector is in a place, like even just a town that they're living in and they are feeling unhealthy and they're feeling stuck and they're not feeling well, they can know that um, that feeling that they're feeling inside of their body is them reflecting the environment that they're in and they have the power to leave that environment and to be somewhere else that is healthier for them. Um, But it is very important for them to allow life to invite them to that next place or allow someone, a person that has a defined G center to invite them into that next place. And then they go into that next place and they feel how they feel when they're there with that environment. So, um, 
empowerment for a reflector really comes from being able to move into a place. And if their reflections are not solicited, they're free to leave. If they feel unhealthy, they're free to leave. And if they come into a new place, they feel great. They feel amazing. They feel like they can reflect things there and get things done and understand the people around them and feel included. Then that place is good for them. And it's good for them to stay there until maybe they're no longer feeling that that good, healthy energy for them. Um, so people that have a defined G center really are here to initiate reflectors into moving towards new places where they can meet new people and reflect new um, emotions and feelings and qualities. And that is how the reflector finds their greater life purpose. Because of course, each reflector has in their chart um, a specific life purpose, a cross of incarnation, um, but they also have this more universal purpose as an energy type. And that is to reflect back these amazing places where people are really living authentically. Mm -hmm. And if reflectors are in an unhealthy place for a length of time, um, it can really drain their health and it can really affect them like literally their physical body. So if you are a reflector and you feel like your health, um, you're just not on top of it or you're feeling drained or you're having a lot of health issues, we really want to encourage you to, um, experiment with being around other people or going to a different coffee shop every day. Um, even those little shifts of allowing yourself to be around new people and new places, um, can really, really impact your health. And then you'll be reflecting back those other people and those other communities, those other places and, and start feeling, um, healthy again, or even, um, start feeling like, you know, maybe around people who are working out all the time. And then you feel like, Oh my gosh, I want to work out all the time now. And you start feeling more healthy in that way. Um, it's interesting because my sister is a reflector and just watching her do that in her life has been really, um, playful for her and allowing her, allows her to have surprise, I guess. And, um, she's really used this information of being a reflector to allow herself to, um, transform her health, which is really, really empowering. And you can kind of just say, okay, am I feeling unhealthy in my physical body and my spiritual body in my, um, environment in my home life and my work life, and then say, okay, how can I be more fluid here? How can I be more carefree to bring in new, fresh energy for me to then change it? Mm -hmm. And it's really important for a reflector. If you're wanting to go, if you're feeling like the environment that you're in is not healthy for you and you want to make a change and you want to be in a new environment, it is really important to not get stuck in your mind here and like contrive a new place to go, but to instead kind of let life invite you. So that can be like a physical person inviting you, but I also want to say it can be the subtle like energy, like the flow of life guiding you towards a place. Mm -hmm. So that could look like you like walking down the street and like, you know, seeing a poster for this like amazing concert and like that kind of invitation of like, Oh, I want to go to that concert. And then you're invited by life into this new place where this concert is. And when you're in that town, you're like, this town's amazing. I want to live here and see what it feels like to reflect mm -hmm. this environment. So you are, you are getting invited by the flow of life to go to new places as well. Um, so it's really important to just be in tune with yourself and like listen mm -hmm. to that like 
the the flow of life guiding you because it can be very subtle. Like I could see where mm-hmm. someone could be like, I'm not invited anywhere by anyone, but like you are constantly being invited and you don't need to worry about life carrying you. The more that you just trust that it will, it will. It's an energetic mm-hmm. thing that your an energy is magnetically attracting life to bring you to these environments that yeah. are healthy for you to reflect. So you could even say, you know, I am feeling stuck in my environment or um, unhealthy in my body and just say, I'm going to go for a walk today. Mm-hmm. And literally you can be walking past a coffee shop and feel like that place just feels like it's clean and good to me. Mm-hmm. And that's literally life inviting you to go into that space and start reflecting it, even if it's just for exactly. 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you're totally empowered to say, I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go for a drive, or I'm going to go hang out with my friends over here. Like you don't have to feel disempowered that you're just sitting around waiting. Um, it's just that when you feel that energy of authenticity and, um, healthiness in, Mm -hmm. in the energy of life, um, Mm -hmm. to allow yourself to be fluid and flow over there and start Mm -hmm. feeling how that feels within your body in that space or with those people, and then allow yourself to then flow somewhere else as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really what you're looking for is like, this feels like healthy energy to me. Mm -hmm. Let me go and cycle that through my mill for like, you know, three days and yeah. really like flush out my system. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it can be, it, I want to say it can be really fun and that's exactly right. Like yeah, reflectors are here to have fun yeah. and mm-hmm. to be surprised and to have joy. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that comes from. It can be really mm-hmm. fun to go and filter through that for a few days and then mm-hmm. feel that pull of that energy in the cosmos or the environment or the people pulling you towards somewhere else and then go cycle mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. that's where that joy comes from. Mm-hmm. And next, I want to talk about uh, just for a second, reflectors in relationships. So reflectors, obviously, when they're around other people are taking in that person's definition. So when they're in a romantic relationship with someone, they're around that person all the time. And every time they're together, they are literally taking in their definition and being the their partner's definition. So it really is extremely important to to for the reflector to understand themselves and to know that they're reflecting the other person and for their partner to understand, first of all, the partner themselves to understand themselves and to know their definition and to understand that the reflector is reflecting you, right? So if you, I can't imagine if you were a reflector and didn't know, and you were in a relationship with someone, you'd just be reflecting their um, definition and not knowing it. And you guys would think that you were exactly the same, that you were the same Mm -hmm. person and the person, you wouldn't really be understanding each other and you wouldn't truly be falling in love with each other. You'd be falling in love with a reflection. So it's really Mm -hmm. important in relationships with reflectors to be extremely mindful and understanding of what it actually means to be a reflector and what it actually means to be this reflector with their profile and with their gates that are defined and with their cross of incarnation and to be mindful of the other person's design too. So in all relationships with human design, it's so much about awareness of both parties, Mm -hmm. both parties having awareness of who they are and of who their partner is so that, and especially with a reflector, because um, there is this uh, tendency to like want to fall in love with yourself because that's all you're seeing in the reflector and Mm -hmm. like missing who they really are as a person. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And allowing that fluidity in them, mm -hmm. allowing them to change all mm -hmm. the time and be different mm -hmm. um, is like the most supportive thing you can do for a reflector in any type of relationship, whether that's mm -hmm. a romantic one or a friendship or a family um, or even a business partner, mm -hmm. allowing them to not have to be like you all the time, even though when they're with you, it's really easy for them to be like you. Right. Um, and just accepting and loving that, that side of them. Mm -hmm. And um, next, we'll talk a little bit about reflector children. So yes. once again, it's extremely important to just let them be who they are and to really let them be fluid and to not pressure them to be one single singular thing or identify as one characteristic or one quality, but to really hold space and understand what it means to be a reflector. So really for anyone in your life that's a reflector, if you're listening to this and you're not a reflector, it's so important for you to educate yourself and to have understanding of what it actually means to be a reflector, what it actually means to love someone who is constantly changing and being changed by the world around them and the people around them. Because I, that's not really something that we're taught in our average society. We're not taught how to love people in a way where they're open to change every day and be free to be any new thing that they happen to be that day. So really, it's so important if you have reflector kids to have awareness and educate yourself of their design. And once again, of course, of your own design, because your reflector child is going to be reflecting and being your design. So it's really important as a parent to have awareness of how your kid's design works, but also have awareness of how your design works. Because especially in this case, you're conditioning your child so much when you're around them. Mm -hmm. And I think it's super important to create a space where they are invited and accepted and embraced and to know that your child is so wise without having to try to be wise, meaning that they can reflect back the things that aren't working in your life, even though they're three and you're mm -hmm. 30, you know, mm -hmm. it's, and to just allow them to be that wise, fluid being and mm -hmm. not have to, to create a space where they can share that and you can see it and you can um, accept it without feeling hurt or judged by them. Um, mm -hmm. Because that will help strengthen that gift within themselves because they'll grow up doing that within their own family dynamic um, mm -hmm. and just encouraging them to, you know, say, who am I today? Um, who am I, you know, and then the next day, who am I today? Like it, allowing them, encouraging them to be different and to change and mm -hmm. to know that if they're sick or, um, unwell or just kind of off that that's because they're reflecting their environment or their school or their family and to encourage them to see like where that might be coming from outside of themselves. And then to just really just let their voice be heard, mm -hmm. um, and to honor that within them to help them strengthen that relationship within their own body with themselves mm -hmm. to have cultivate that wisdom, to trust themselves and give them the time to really feel, feel themselves in all of these different ways and places and people, um, mm -hmm. and to take them to different environments and different places and 
allow them to just play and be what they are without making them have to label it or explain why, you know, like, why does Disneyland make you feel so amazing? Or why does watching all of these different types of movies excite you so much? Like allowing them to have this childlike play for just no reason at all is really, really healthy for them as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is with all kids always, but especially with reflector children, it's so important to let them develop at their own pace and in their own way. Like you, you can't push them. You can't contrive their experience of learning. It's really important to respect them as an individual and to just kind of like let them do their own thing. Cause there can be a tendency for reflector children to take a little bit longer to develop. So it's really important to just hold space for that and hold awareness for the fact that they might be developing differently than other kids and that everything's going to be fine and it's all going to work out. Um, And with any child that has an undefined G center, so this goes for reflectors, of course, but also for any kid that has an undefined G center, it's really important for you to make sure that their space, like their alone time space, like their room or their playroom is healthy for them and that they like being in that space. So if their room, if something about their room is off for them and they like can't sleep at night or something, um, it's really helpful for you to go into that space with them and ask them about it. What in this space feels unhealthy? What would you like to change? And to really let them lead and let them tell you what they need to change and what feels good to them and to be totally supportive and accepted accepting and understanding of whatever their answer is and to help them to support what they like and what they feel is healthy for them. Um, because that's a really big thing for any kid with a G center, with an undefined G center. If something's off in their room, they could be experiencing like having a hard time studying there, having a hard time sleeping in there, um, or kind of just Mm -hmm. feeling in general, like off and, um, Mm -hmm. making those little changes, like, you know, maybe moving their bed or cleaning up their toys or having their toys in a different area. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just really important to let them lead and to let them teach you because they have the wisdom within them to know what they need to change for it to feel right for them. Yeah. Or even changing the paint color in the room. Like, (laughs) honestly, I feel like society would tell you like, oh, that's just your child wanting what they want. And like their child, they don't know, but really with an open G it's so important for their health Mm -hmm. that or even if they have a two in their profile, it's so important Mm -hmm. for their health that their environment feels good to them Mm -hmm. and feel safe and feels like their own. So even if to you, it doesn't feel good, it doesn't matter. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's their space that you are giving for them to flourish and thrive and feel safe and feel seen and feel like themselves. So, um, if that means that for them, it feels best with their clothes all over the floor and on their bed, like honestly, let them sleep with their clothes all over the floor and on their bed. And maybe in two weeks that won't feel good to them. And then they'll be like, oh my gosh, I was so sick of my clothes all over the floor and on my bed that now I had to like hang up all of them. And it feels so good. That they're all in order by color or whatever, you know, <laughs> like, and that's totally valid for them to just be fluid and changing and to not say to them, you always do this or you always do that. Or yeah, you're always a messy kid or, oh, you know, you're great at cleaning up your room. Like, to try to avoid saying those really identifying phrases to them um, is another thing that um, obviously with reflectors is huge with parenting Mm -hmm. to just say like, Oh yeah, right now this is how you are. And that's great. Like Mm -hmm. do it, make, allow them to make their space how they want it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So we took some uh, questions from you guys from Instagram about being a reflector. So we wanted to take a second to answer some of them. Um, we love hearing your questions because it's cool to hear from a different perspective. We, Shana and I are like so on the same page with human design. We could talk about this stuff all day long, but it's amazing to hear how you guys feel and what's confusing for you or what really resonates for you. Um, so thanks for sending in these questions. And uh, the first one we wanted to answer was was um, someone asked, how can reflectors be integrated back into society with needing the invitation and not just giving our unsolicited advice? Mm -hmm. So um, I think we touched on this a few times in the podcast, but first of all, um, reflectors don't need an invitation. They, it, it's different than being in um included. And it's really an energetic thing. Like we were talking about of you just feel included in the space and around the community that you're in or the job or wherever. And you're able to give your wisdom there if you are um, included there. And the way that reflectors are integrated back into society and into groups is when they are in alignment and when mm -hmm. they allow themselves to flow and not have to force themselves to figure it all out right now or be a certain way or um, do a certain thing, but allow themselves to have that carefree surrender to life around them and to themselves and all the things. Um, because like I was saying before, it really is redefining what power is because when you are in alignment as a reflector, you are included more and more and more in all of these different places, right? You're not just included in your family or with your close friends because you're allowing yourself to flow and be fluid and change and reflect all these different environments and people. And that when you're doing that, you'll be included then more in all of these different environments and people. And that's how you're kind of integrating back into society in a bigger, more powerful way is when you really say, okay, I am going to do the hardest thing because it's the most conditioned thing of not identifying with literally anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let myself be carefree and surrender and let myself just be different each and every day and feel that and love that and accept that. And that's really naturally how that integration will take place back mm -hmm. into all of the centers of the circles of all of the things on the planet. Mm -hmm. Plus the fact that you're listening to this podcast right now about human design and that so many other people are listening to it is already a sign that you're being included because as we all wake up every single type and become more ourselves, become more unique and in alignment, when we're authentic in this way, you are naturally included. And we are going into this paradigm shift where we are all waking up and we are all learning what it means to be in alignment and to be ourselves. And that's when we're ready to really invite in the reflect the wisdom that reflectors have and to learn from the wisdom that reflectors have and to even be that wisdom in our undefined centers as well. Mm-hmm. So the mm -hmm. next question from Instagram is how can the other types use reflectors to their benefit? So I think what this question is asking is like, what can the other types really learn from reflectors and how can they invite their or include their wisdom into their lives? Mm -hmm. um, so it really all comes with awareness right? Awareness of your own gifts and your own stuff, awareness of them being a reflector. And then, um, 
kind of setting your ego aside. And if you are wanting change in your life and you are wanting um, to be your healthiest and be in alignment, really just validating that um, when, when those people are, when reflectors are feeling that, that are around you and are reflecting that out, being able to say, okay, I honor that you're a reflector and you see things and feel things in a way that I can't even understand because I don't feel it in my body like you do. And just really um, holding space for that validity, I want to say, for that Mm -hmm. wisdom of, of saying like, okay, I don't have to understand why you think this isn't working. Um, I just know that you, you've picked this up energetically and reflect it back out. So Mm -hmm. I trust that let's shift it up. Let's change it. Let's, um, tweak it, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And reflectors really, the difference between them and a projector, they're not seeing something and then giving corrections or guidance. They are empathetically taking in that thing becoming it and then being a meter. So their overall well-being is a meter of the overall well-being of the community or group that they're reflecting. Their overall unhealth or stress or worry or anxiety is a meter. You can look at them. It's a meter of what they're reflecting. Um, So caring about how our reflectors are doing. And that's a way of including them is caring about them and looking at them and seeing like, is this person healthy and well in this environment that they're reflecting or are they not? And knowing that that is the truth, whatever. It's not that like they just are an anxious person. If they are being a meter and reflecting that that anxiety, um, to know that that's true and to really, like Shana was saying, like really take that in and be like, okay, this is real. Um, and this is all of us, you know, the reflector is the spokesperson, if you will, for our entire collective. Um, okay. So the next question Mm -hmm. is what jobs are best for reflectors slash how can reflectors have the most success in the most natural way in their work? Yeah. So I think we answered this earlier. Um, and we always talk about this on all of the podcasts about jobs and everything. Um, there is no one job that's best for reflectors. There's no one career that's like, this is what they all should do. They should all be, you know, healers in a tribe. Like there's Mm -hmm. not like one job for reflectors. It really is about, um, where you as an individual feel healthy, feel flowing, feel free, and um, allowing yourself to run with it, right? To just like mm-hmm. feel all the things. And so um, it's tricky with jobs because you can be in one job as a reflector, say you're a manager at a company or a restaurant or whatever, and that can be really good for you actually because you are, you know, you love the coworkers that you're around, you love the environment that you're around, you're able to facilitate how things are working and how people are. Uh, flowing together because you feel super flowing and in the zone and things are just happening. And that is great. That's like you're in flow and you're in alignment and allowing yourself to change means that you, the, the allowing yourself to change. Some people take that when it comes to jobs is like, Oh, well, if you're a reflector, that means that every single day, your job's going to change because today you feel like being a book writer and tomorrow you feel like being a critic. And the next day you feel like being a chef. Like it's not that it's that say you are a manager at a restaurant, right? Then it's, it's that you are 
your changingness is um, accepting of all the people in that space. So all the coworkers and people that work with you, if they feel healthy and the environment feels good to you, um, you're accepting how they're different every day and how this person makes you feel and how that person makes you feel. And you're allowing yourself to be fluid and changing, but also still reflecting back the overall space as a whole and using that to your benefit of, okay, it's flowing, it's working. And today it didn't. So let's like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling that today it wasn't working. So now we can all collectively together, make it work tomorrow. It's really Mm -hmm. just making sure that the water coming into your mill is flowing and making you feel, um, efficient and productive and, uh, happy and healthy and excited, um, Mm -hmm. and playful. And so that could be with anything. It could be with your own business. If you start your own business, amazing. Um, and you can literally allow yourself to flow and change each day and the people that you that work for you or with you or your clients that you have allowing yourself to offer different things to different people because you feel completely different with each and every person um it's really just making space for that freedom for yourself so like where a manifester needs freedom right to be able to act on their urges and tell people what they're feeling and thinking and doing the, a reflector needs freedom in that it allows themselves to be free in what they are taking in to their body. So meaning if they are a coach and they're meeting with one person, they coach them completely different than they do with the other person. And that's the freedom that they have, but maybe they're a coach that works for a giant corporation. So they do have to show up to an office nine to five, and they do have to send out emails in a certain way. And they do have to whatever, follow these certain regulations. That's fine. As long as that they have this freedom in that they interact with each person in a different way every single day. Whereas a manifester that might not work because showing up nine to five every single day, isn't going to allow them to act on their urges um, in the way that is healthy for them. So it really is just saying, okay, how can I be fluid? What job, what job or career or whatever lets me be fluid, be um, free and allows me to change as much as Mm -hmm. I want. Yeah. And going to like, how can reflectors have the most success in the most natural way by following your strategy and authority, which is both waiting for the 28 day cycle. The more that you live that way of letting yourself flow through that 28 days, when you're making a decision, giving yourself that time and space to be and feel all of the different ways that you're going to be and feel in that time until you have your clarity, you have your truth and really letting life move you um, and surrendering to the flow of life, that is the way that you're going to be the most successful, the easiest way. Life will carry you there. Your answers will be revealed with your truth if you follow your strategy and authority. Yeah. Um, And I want to clarify that really fast because you can get confused and say, you know, if I'm flowing, but I need to give myself time, do I need to give myself a month to decide if I want to walk into that cafe that feels healthy and natural to me? Or if somebody invites me to go on this trip or to this concert or this town, do I need to give myself a month before I tell them, yes, I do. And if it's not a big decision in your life, no, like that that's part of the flow. Surrendering to the flow is, you know, ooh, that feels good to go in here. Let me go reflect that. Ooh, this person feels good to talk to. Let me go chat with them for an hour. Um, and 
that's what that 28 day strategy is, is letting yourself flow and feel all the things, go all the places, do all the things that feel right and healthy for you. And, um, not saying, Oh, that felt right and healthy to me, but let me give myself 28 days to decide to go in there. Um, Mm -hmm. so there's, there is that difference. So I, I want you to know, like your strategy is that below, right? Going to all the places that is your strategy for a month and letting yourself be all the things for a month. And then when you have a big decision throughout all that flowingness, then you get to the clarity at the end of that month. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It is confusing, but mm-hmm. it is important to get clear on like, no, I'm supposed to be fluid and flowing and non-attached. And that means that I'm not attaching like, oh, but I don't know if this thing's going to work to support my flow. It's like, no, then you're attaching yourself to saying that you don't think this thing is going to support your flow before you even realize if it does or not. Like that's you getting in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um so just the more like getting out of your mind, carefree, surrender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Totally. And living in surprise, living in awe, living in wonder, releasing control. Um, yes. That's going to bring you all of this success and happiness. It's going to make you magnetic for positive things, for abundance, for beautiful relationships and beautiful experiences. Um, just living in that self theme of surprise, like, wow, life is amazing. What's going to happen today? Who knows? And just really surrendering to that and letting go, let go, let go of anything and just let life live you. Um, There's this quote Mm, by Eckhart Tolle and it's like my favorite quote ever. And it goes for all humans, but I feel like it's like the shining example of what like reflectors medicine for the world is. And the quote says, we all think that we are the dancer and life is the dance, but actually life is the dancer and we are the dance. So what that means is that we think we're the dancer. We have to perform. We have to figure it out. We have to create the dance. But that's not true. Actually, life itself is the dancer and it dances us and we just let it live us. Um, and so much of our life, we're trying to contrive our experience. We're trying to figure it out with our mind. We're trying to control what happens. And really, we're supposed to just let go and be carried and float downstream and do things in a way that's easy and right for us and listen to our inner authority, listen to our wisdom that's coming from our body. And for a reflector, that medicine is more important to you than to anyone. And you're here to embody this idea of really letting life live you and show other people people what that is like and show other people what the power is and being able to empathetically be relate to all things. And for reflectors specifically, I think whatever form of meditation or spirituality you can really get into that you genuinely feel like is authentic for you is one of your most powerful tools because mm-hmm. what like we're saying, there's nothing in this human experience that you're supposed to identify with. There's nothing in this human realm that's healthy for you to identify with consistently. Really, the only thing that you can identify with that's healthy for you is saying that like you are this spiritual being that is having the human experience, the entire thing, all of it. You're reflecting all of life. You're experiencing all of life. And the more that you can connect with that truth and let go of feeling like you have to be the same as other humans, uh, the more free you'll be to just live naturally in alignment. Mm -hmm. And so that means having a space for you to empty out each day. 
um, is so, so, so important because you can be around someone who makes you feel really motivated to get the things done that you want to get done. And you're doing that consistently all the time. Maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your business partner, whatever. Um, but then that again is in after a long time is going to make you feel stuck because it's not fluid enough because you're constantly just reflecting back that person. So just knowing that it's really important for you to have those practices that feel really good to you, but also having a space for you to empty out and mm -hmm. to clear out whatever you've been reflecting that day, even if it was really positive thing and really helpful thing for you to get things done and for you to be focused or whatever. Um, just allowing yourself to clear out, be empty and not have to define what your cleared out and empty looks like for yourself, but just to like, mm -hmm. let yourself go and do it each day mm -hmm. is really important. Yeah. Love that. So everyone listening, thank you for being here with us and all of our reflectors that are listening. Thank you for being patient and for allowing mm -hmm. the flow of life to bring this episode to you because we believe that it's in divine timing because we have been living our lives by following our strategy, following our authority and really just letting life be how it wants to naturally be. So we really do believe that everything comes in divine timing. Every, pe every person that is connected to us and that we connect to, we know it's for a reason because we're all this together we're all here to teach each other and support each other and by being yourself you give other people the greatest gift of really learning from who you are and um so all of our reflectors out there thank you for being who you are and we love you and we'd love to continue the conversation we love hearing about your perspective what it feels like to be a reflector so please reach out to us on our instagram at day luna we love reading your comments and stuff there and hearing just what you guys have going on in your life and if you are listening to this and you'd like to dive deep into your um, gates as a reflector, we really encourage you to do that, to book a reading. If you want to book a reading with us, you can go to our website, daylunalife.com, and you can book a reading there. And you can order your human design chart and printed booklet that comes in a beautiful Day Luna box with all of these beautiful meditation tools that are hand-selected to support your specific energy and to help integrate human design's teachings into your daily life. So, we love you guys. Reach out to us, stay connected, and we hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day.